The following podcast is a Next Level production. Welcome to Wilhelm. I am your host, Ben Beck, and this week we are going to dive into the first of what I hope is many TV-related topics that we're going to cover on the show now that we're starting to incorporate television into the mix. And that's right, this week we are going to take ourselves back to our childhood and reveal our choices for our top five favorite Saturday morning cartoons. I told a bunch of people that we were doing this episode for the first TV topic and they got so excited. Uh, But as always, to do that, I need help. So it's time to introduce my co-host for the episode. He is a first-time guest to Wilhelm, which I love when I get first-time guests. I always love when that happens. Please welcome my friend, Patrick Edsall. Hello, hello. How are you? I said that right, right? Edsall. Edsel, I love how I call you my friend, and then I ask if I pronounce your last name. It, right. No one, no one knows. It's fine. It's fine. So, well, because we've been, we've, we, I, we're friends, yeah. but you know, we've only met each other in person once, one time. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. Little backstory as to how you and I met. We've known each other for years. But, I know it's been forever. Um, you were uh, a con goer at the first ever, sh- at the second ever show I ever moderated. Yep. And you and your wife, who is awesome as well, you guys approached me at the con and introduced yourselves and said how much you enjoyed the panel. And we became Facebook friends after that. We did, yeah. It just, we've continued with that ever since. Yeah. She's actually the one that pushed me to talk to you because I was like, I really want to start getting into this more and just like meeting people and stuff like that. And she's like, go talk to him. Like, all right, let's go talk to him. (laughs) Which kind of like, it was, it was very humbling for me too, because that you and your wife doing that, that was the first time that had ever happened. Oh, I didn't know that. All the, all the other like compliments and stuff I had gotten or, you know, comments or whatever about moderating had always come from people I was working with. Right. So you guys were the first people in the public that kind of came up to me and complimented me and made comments. And like, I think that's one of the reasons why we're still friends. Right. Like (laughs) that was, that's such a strong connection. Yeah. You know, the fact that you guys were the first to do that. Well, I'm I'm glad I didn't know that, but I'm glad we were the first. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, again, that was only the second show I had ever moderated. Yeah. So, and I don't remember, do you remember what panel it was? Was it Robbie and was it the flash panel or was it the arrow panel? It was the arrow panel. Okay. It was the arrow panel. And that was a huge panel. Oh, yeah, it was big too. I mean, that was Paul Blackthorne and Katie Cassidy. And yeah, it was Cassidy. I think uh, uh, David Ramsey was on there. Yeah. yeah, I think all Uh, of them were there. Charlotte Ross. That was a huge panel. It was a big panel. But that was, yeah, that was a fun panel too. That was a lot of fun. And the uh, Willa Holland, the yeah, like, yeah, Willa, yeah, um, yeah, that was a fun panel. Although it was a little intimidating sitting out of all the people on that panel that I could sit next to, I was sat next to David Ramsey, who's who probably know, twice my size, right? I say he's, he, yeah, he's, but, he's a big guy, <laughs> but an amazing dude because I've since moderated, I've moderate, moderated for him like four more times since then. So he's just, yeah, he's an awesome dude, but yeah, first TV topic of Wilhelm. Uh, your first time, your first time on the show, 
And but I know you're a listener, which is awesome. Yes, I am. And diving into Saturday morning cartoons, uh, I don't know why I do it. Every time I do this, I'm like, oh, this will be easy. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. This was like, I know I have ones in my honorable mentions that probably should be in my top five. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's the way it goes. That was I was the same way. You you told me what the theme was. And I was like, I'm I took a second. I was like, there's I have to see if I can make it a manageable list. And then I took the night. I was like, all right, I can make this manageable. So I was like, I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. I think I've readjusted my list like three times since I've started prepping. Yeah, it's been at least a couple times for me. So I mean, I'm just looking at my honorable mentions list right now. The first two, I'm looking at them again. And I'm like, how are they not in my top five? Yeah, like, I'm, the, I'm the same way. At least my first one, like easily. I don't know how it's not. My every, every episode I've done of this show, my number one is always pretty easy. No, oh, yeah. Like I, I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, this is what we're tackling. I know what my number one is. Yep. And then it's two through five into the honorable mentions that are always constantly moving. Yep. Every time. Yeah. My number one was easily, as soon as you told me, I knew exactly what my number one was. I mean, that, that did not change or falter this entire time. Yeah. And yeah. I had a, when I announced this topic in like with, with some of my friends, I had a bunch of people saying like, Oh, I want to do it. Like, I want to come on. I want to come on. I'm like, you've been on two episodes. already. Right. I want somebody who's never been on, but wants to be on. Oh yeah. And then I think I posted about it and you commented that you were willing to do it. I was like, done. Like, there we go. Yep. So this will be fun. This will yes, this, this, uh, this be a lot of fun. Uh, if you're ready to go, I yeah. say we, we dive right into this and we, we get started. I'm in. Let's go. Cool. Uh, all right. So as always, just a reminder of the format of the show. Neither Patrick or myself have revealed any of our selections for our top five lists uh, as not to influence each other's choices. So at this point, I don't know any of his. He doesn't know any of mine. Um, I always give a spoiler warning too, but television if we were talking like a major show like Ozark or Ted Lasso, right? This is cartoons. It's cartoons. Like I don't really think, the, and these are cartoons probably from like the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah, we're well past spoiler territory. Yeah, we're talking decades. I think we're fine. <laughs> I don't think I really need to give a spoiler warning. For right, this exactly. Um, but that said, let's let's get into it and let's start with our top five favorite Saturday morning cartoons. Starting with number five, kicking it over to you, what have you got? My number five is actually Spider-Man, the animated series. So good. Like I, the, it's my entire list is going to be somewhere evolved around this, but Spider-Man was like just near and dear to my heart. Yeah. It's like, aside from reading the comics, that's how I got introduced to Spider-Man. And I'm so excited because it's on Disney plus now. I know. And so now, like, I have I have my four-year-old son. He's watching. They have, like, a new version. It's, like, Spidey and his amazing friends. Mm -hmm. But I started, I showed him a few episodes of this one, and he's like, I really like this. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's that's good. Here we go. Proud dad moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah, that's one. Surprisingly, it's not in my top five. And it actually is not in my honorable mentions just because I already had so many honorable mentions. Yeah. But like, it's, it's an amazing show. And oh, I yeah. Like, yeah, they go through everything in that show, like every arc you can think of, like mm -hmm. ones that I wish they'd bring to like the live screen, like, uh, oh, I think Alistair Smythe and all kinds of stuff. Madam Web, like all yeah. kinds of things. I'm like, please br bring it to the big screen. I want to see this. I can't remember because it's been a while since I've watched that series. But does did the animated series ever tackle Negative Man? 
Oh, I, I want to say I think so, maybe, but I don't know off the top of my head. Actually, it's been I, a while. Yeah, I can't remember because I was I was playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, in which oh, negative yeah. negative man is the one of the main villains of the of the story. Okay, if not the main villain of the story, and I remember being so excited, I was like, Negative Man, like, where did that come? Where did from? that come from? Right, like I've only known Negative Man from the comics, and it got me thinking, like, was he ever in the cartoon? I, I don't. don't remember. I'm trying to think. I don't actually know if he ever was. But I remember. But I mean, I remember Spider Man focusing on Venom's, focusing on focusing on Hobgoblin. Oh yeah, you know, like Electro and the Sinister, like Doc Ock and the rest of the Sinister Six. Yep. Like it was Kingpin. Yeah, like, King, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's a good choice. That's one yeah. that's really. Oh God, that's when I, I think I need to revisit. I, 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 I as soon as I said this, I was like, we don't have time. Obviously, I'm like, but I need to go back and just rewatch this show. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of these shows. Yeah, I, it's it. They deserve rewatches. That's why I'm glad they're on Disney Plus now. Yeah, me too. But it's the trouble's just finding the time. Yeah, there's so much. There's, I mean, there's so many movies out there. There's some. There's so much great television out there right now. Yes, which there is. Is, I'm happy we're diving into television now on the podcast. Um, but yeah, I just I, I wish I could go back. I wish I just had the time. Yep. To rewatch all of the stuff I want to rewatch. Yeah, there, there's quite a bit actually. So <laughs> yeah. Uh cool. Great choice for number five. Uh mine is going back a little further, not to the 70s or 80s, early 90s, though. Um, and I don't know how many people know about this one, but because it only ran for two seasons. My number five is a cartoon called Conan the Adventurer. Okay, I remember hearing the name, but I don't ever actually remember seeing it. It was a it was a cartoon version of Conan the Barbarian. Okay, um, again, only ran for two seasons, and I think one of the main reasons why I loved this show so much is because all of my life, even to this day, I have had a fascination with the Phoenix, oh. the, the the mythical bird. Yes, and Con in Conan the Adventurer, Conan had a shield that had a phoenix on the cover. Yeah. Which was actually an actual phoenix. Okay. Named, all right. Named Needles. I still remember to this day. Still like, remember the day. Like you're, you're on it like that. Yeah. All right. And Needles lived in the shield. He lived on the emblem of the shield, but anytime he needed him, he would come off. Come out. Come out of the shield and be an actual real life phoenix. I, I might need to give this a watch. So, all right. Yeah. Again, it was only two seasons and it was like, I remember it was about. If I remember correctly, like the main arc, it was one of those like unlike Spider-Man that had like episodic yeah. stories. Conan was a arc. Oh, okay. throughout th throughout the series. So there's, through, okay, through both seasons one and two. Okay, it was a continuous arc. Like so, it's kind of like a like a Young Justice or something like that. Yes. Where it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was a story that started, and I mean, they had like stories of the week. Or, yeah. You know. But for the most part, it was a big story arc. Okay. All right. Trying to find this main villain and defeat this main villain. So, but it's still to this day, one of those cartoons that I, I still remember very well. I can, I'm not going to do it, but I can still sing the theme song the thing, yeah. in my head. I still remember needles and what he looks like. And yep. So that's why I, I went with Conan the Adventurer for my very number five. Nice. Good choice. Like I said, I've never seen it, but now that you explain it, I might actually have to go back and give that a watch. I think you can find full episodes on YouTube. Can you? Okay. I think you can. If so, not, okay. there's definitely websites out there that have yeah. like full full episodes. episodes okay, I might have to give that a watch then try and find it. Yeah. Uh, so number four, what do you got? My number four, Pokemon. 
never got into Pokemon. Yeah, I yeah. boy, Pokemon <laughs> was something that like it's it was Saturday morning cartoon, but then it also ran in the mornings before school. So that was like my ritual every single day of my life growing up as a kid was Pokemon. And then obviously the whole Pokemon craze with the games and the card game and everything like that. But the cartoon, it ran so much. And then it, it spawned movies. It spawned even, you know, other seasons. Like it's, there's, there's a lot of Pokemon, but the original 151 Pokemon series was amazing back then for the, for at least the cartoon. I think, yeah, my, like I was always familiar with like the main ones. Like I knew, um, you know, I knew Pikachu, I knew Squirtle, yeah. I knew Charmander. Like I knew the main ones. Yeah. But all those deeper dives into those other ones and like their other evolutions of them. Oh, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know who any of these characters are. So another proud dad moment. So we have uh, our Christmas tree is very nerdy. I mean, we have but we have like a, a Christmas bulb set that actually has um, all the a lot of the ev- Eevee, uh, evolutions of Eevee. Mm-hmm. And my son can almost name every single one of them. Yeah, I'd be proud because of I'm just too. sitting there like telling him what each one is, and he's like, and he's like Flareon, Jolteon, Vaporeon, Espeon, and he's like, <laughs> a couple. He's like, what's the name? And I tell him, he's like, okay, I know that one. He knows I'm more like, than I do. Oh. Yeah, I because I mean, I I'll be honest with you. I think my first actual dive into Pikachu or the franchise was yeah. when I watched Detective Pikachu. I mean that, which again, fantastic movie. Yeah, I mean, it's great movie. <laughs> like I love it. And I but only I, got yeah. into that because I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh, I want to watch this. I know it's Pikachu. I don't know anything about any of these characters. Yeah. I know Ryan Reynolds. I know Pikachu. That's enough. Yeah. And I ended I think, up actually really enjoying the movie. And I and I'm definitely you know big enough to admit like uh, was it Pokemon the first movie was when they uh, introduced Mewtwo, which was also in the Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm as the big bat or whatever it was cried like a baby during Pokemon, the first movie, because there's, there's a scene with, which at with Ash and, and Pikachu and it's, it's all, oh, it's, it's a tearjerker. Let me yeah. tell you what. So I, it doesn't surprise me, man. Like I, cartoons can be emotional. Oh yeah, they can. Like, I mean, there's one in my list that I know for sure got me emotional. So well, I'm going to save it till when we get to that. Uh, we're good. Yeah. But yeah, it's, Cartoons, man, when you go back and rewatch some of them, some of them are dirt heavy. There's like kids don't get it at that time. Like no. they don't get the heaviness of the of the of the story that's being told. Yeah. But as an adult, like it hits you differently. Oh yeah. Like you watch it now, I'm like, oh man, like that that's that's in the feels right now. Like I, I yeah, that's bad. Yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. when they took the cartoons, like the the episodic cartoons, and they made a movie about them. Yes. In the movie was when they really were like, okay, we're we're hitting it hard now. We're going to put some emotion into this. Yes, we are. And we're going to make you cry. Yes. And oftentimes they did. No, that's one I never got into. Um, I don't. I'll say this just in case. If it is in your top five, don't reveal it. Okay. Um, I was more into Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, than, I, than Pokemon. Yeah, I the, the I was I was very hardcore. I, I played the game. I was competitive at that game. Like it was bad. <laughs> and I think that's why I got into watching the cartoon. Yeah. Because I was a Magic the Gathering player. Yeah, so am I. So it was very similar. Yes. In, in uh in the card game and everything. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. So yeah. Uh no, that's a good one. Um, oh yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up at the top of the episode too. This is gonna be interesting because I think there's a pretty significant age gap between the two of us like how old are you i'm 33 i'm i got 10 years on you 
Do you really? I'm 42. Yeah. I didn't know that. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> Dude, how many people, like, even even people I work for, they're like, you're 40. Like, you don't look for There's no way. I was like, uh, I, I need to see two forms of government ID. Like, that's how it's going to work. All right? I need to see your long form birth certificate, please. <laughs> right, exactly. No, I'm, yeah, I'm 42. That, wow. You look so, great for four. <laughs> like, I, I appreciate that. And now back to Wilhelm compliments Ben. There we go. <laughs> No, so it's it's it'll be interesting because I think with that I, that's one of the reasons why I was excited to bring you on for this episode too, is because I think with that age difference, yeah, it brings a different perspective into what it does, we watched. Yeah, yeah. so because the two shows that you watched, or that you've already named, were shows that were on pretty much when I was late middle school, early high school. Right, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it's a definite big difference. Yeah. So, which brings me to my number four. Okay. Because my number four is a show that started in 86. All right. Um, I went with the real Ghostbusters. Oh, this was, I, I thought about putting this on my audible <laughs> mentions because I loved this cartoon. I still love this cartoon. Yeah. I love this cartoon yeah. easily. It, I mean, I, I was a huge Ghostbusters fan as a kid in the yeah. films. I was a huge Ghostbusters fan. Um, in the animated series, I got, I remember having the the firehouse toy. I remember yep. having Ecto one. Yep. I remember the proton pack that you pulled out, and it had that plastic twirl on the front. Oh you yeah, had, yeah, you had the little crank on the side that yep. made it turn. Made it turn. Like I had all of that stuff, and like it brings me back to my childhood. Now that there's a revitalization of Ghostbusters with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, and one of the things that made me geek out the hardest watching Ghostbusters Afterlife is one of the ghosts from the animated series yeah. is brought to life in the movie. Yeah. Because I remember sitting in the theater watching it on opening weekend with one of my best friends who's also a big fan of that cartoon. The moment we saw that ghost, we just stopped like, and looked at each other. We're like, what? <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just watched Afterlife for the first time like a week ago. Really? Yeah. Like I was, I did not, like I haven't been, I've been gone. The only movie that I've gone to the movies for has been um, No Way Home. And of that's course. it. So, I, yeah. yeah. So, but like I never saw Afterlife, but I heard so many good things. But I was to see that same thing when I started watching it, I was like, oh, yes, yes. yes. It, it was so exciting to me. Yeah. And not to diverge into like movies again, because we actually talked a little bit about Ghostbusters Afterlife last episode in the, in oh, the best you? of 2021 but man like that movie made me cry oh like, right in the feels again <laughs> yeah right in the feels right but, but getting back to the animated series like and there's been different iterations of the animated series too there was the real yeah. ghostbusters there was ah like ah the real ghostbusters yes. there was slimer and the real ghostbusters ghostbusters yeah but take me back to the original Yep. The real Ghostbusters with the four original crew. Yep. And Slimer and um oh my god. Janine. Oh Janine, yeah, 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 yeah. Janine. Take me back to that original cartoon, man, and I'm I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Like I uh, that's definitely one that like I watched after the facts. And you know, when I was growing up, because obviously 86, I wasn't, you know, even born yet. So mm -hmm. you know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, it happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's one of the things like I, that's why I'm really glad we're talking about cartoons in this episode, too, is because, like you said, you saw it after the fact. Yeah. But some of these cartoons, many of these cartoons hold up. Oh, no, 100 percent. Like I can yeah. still go back and watch the real Ghostbusters 
and enjoy. And it ran for seven seasons. Yeah. Like it was a long time. It, it, it started in 86 and it, it was, I'm looking at it now. It's 138 episodes of that show. Wow. Was it that many? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is that many? Well, even Conan, the adventurer I'm looking at now too, even though it only ran for two seasons, season one was 13 episodes. Season two was 51. Holy crap. Two seasons. It still had 64 episodes. That's insane. Wow. That's a lot. Okay. Well, a lot. I think a lot of these shows were like that too. Like I'm looking at, I don't know if this is in your top five or not, but I'm looking at He-Man and the Masters of the Universe only ran for two seasons, but in two seasons, it's 130 episodes. Wow. Seasons. Okay. Each season was 65 episodes. That's wow. I guess maybe that was just the norm and I didn't realize it. That's but I don't more know. than there are weeks in the year. I know. <laughs> so I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works either. But, you know, it works. Well, I mean, that's like you look at like like the Power Rangers series. Oh, don't even get me started on it's, that. It's been going for 25 plus years now. And it's, if, I, if that was considered a cartoon, that would that might have altered my number one. OK, all right. I'm not going to lie. Like that might have altered my number one. Had this been technically considered a cart, if Power Rangers was considered a, tar- a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's the thing. Like, I did not include any live action in my yeah, exactly in my Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. So I think some of the feedback we get has some. In I there, think so. Yeah. But I I did not include any. There is yeah. one in my honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any. I I, I steered clear of it because I, I was like, I'm gonna open up a whole other can of worms if yeah. I do that. So. Well, that and that's the thing. Like, I also think that is an episode all in itself. Hundred oh, percent. I think it is too. So, you know. But yeah, Power Rangers has been twenty. Five plus years. I know. Like, <laughs> um, so into our top three mm-hmm. with number three. What have you got? Number three, actually going to be getting a revitalization, hopefully this year, if not next year, X-Men, the animated series. Oh, it's in my honorable mention. Yeah. So, yeah, we're getting the uh, the re- or not the reboot. We're getting the continuation yes. from Disney Plus. Like it's literally picking up at right as this one ended. And it's continuing the story, and they've got a lot of the same people coming. A lot of back the same voice can. actors coming back. It's, yeah, it's. I'm excited. Like I, that's why it's. That's why it's so high on my list. I was so excited for this one. I'm incredibly excited, and yeah. that X Men the animated series is one of the two in my honorable mentions. Yeah, it was really tough not putting it in my top five. Yeah, like I, this was one where I, I knew I wanted it in my top five. I just didn't know where. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I like I just this got me so much into Marvel. Like when it came to X-Men, like I loved every bit of this, every character was like so well done. So well-rounded. It was sort of dark, but very light at the same time. Like it was, it was amazing for this. Well, speaking of sort of dark too, like we were, I was talking about this on an earlier episode. Actually, I think it was last episode. We were talking about, was it talk? I don't remember if it was last episode or not, but we were, we were discussing Dark. Oh, no, no. I, this was feedback I had left for another podcast. Sorry. Okay. We didn't talk about this last week, but we, we were, they were talking about comic book storylines. Yes. And to this day, even though it's been done twice in movie form, the X, X-Men, the animated series got the Dark Phoenix saga done properly. They got it done right. As opposed to the two movies, which yeah. were horrible. Yes. But because the, the Dark Phoenix saga is my all time favorite comic book storyline. A hundred percent. So to see it done. And again, th- you know what? That might be the only way it could be done properly is to yeah, do it yeah. animated because you have the freedom to mold it into what you're not restricted. 
Exactly. You don't have a, you know, two to two hour, a two and a half hour timetable where you got to tell a bunch of different stories. And especially this big one, you have not 10 episodes you could do if you really wanted to, and it'd be fine. Yeah. You could, you could stretch it over an entire season. Exactly. Of that show. And let's be honest, it is a intensive storyline. Yes, it is. That does go dark. Like you mentioned. Yeah. It would deserve an entire. Yeah, I would do it hundred percent. I wish that that would be something that they could. If they've got so many big people doing like live action adaptations of things now, like I wish that's something they could just revisit as a live action on Disney Plus or something like that. Like one day, it would. It like, and that's it. Like with the way Disney Plus has been doing these Marvel series, yeah. Hawkeye and everything. Yep. That's exactly it. Once the X Men are introduced into the MCU, yep. the only way they could do dark Phoenix properly was you would have to take those characters from the film franchise yep. like they do with the Avengers and give it its own limited series. And I hope that's what they do oh, because so do it I. deserves it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I'm, want, I don't want it to be ruined a third time. <laughs> no. And that's the thing. When I left that, that feedback for that podcast too, it was actually um, my buddy, Jason, who was on the last episode. That's why it kind of tied together. Yeah. Um, it was on one of his podcasts. He even mentioned too, like it's ridiculous that it was the same person. Yeah. Who did both of those movies. I know. So, I, and you know what, now that we're talking about it, I, I feel like I need to go back and rewatch just that section of X-Men, the animated series. Oh yeah. Just to revisit dark Phoenix. Again. Oh, easily. Cause it's, it's so good. And it's yeah. it's done so well. Yeah, it's one of the like you said, easily one of the best comic book to any kind of adaptation I've seen has been in that animated series for that for the Phoenix Saga easily. Yeah. And it, and and again, X Men the animated series. I'm so I'm like you. I'm incredibly excited. It's coming back. Yes. And it it, it was very tough to not make it one of my top. Ones. Yeah. So, uh, so for my number three. I kind of cheated a little bit. Oh, here we go. I I have two in my number three. Okay, all right, all right. But they're they're very they're related. All right, they, and they kind of tied into one another as well, sort of. Um, my number three is Darkwing Duck slash Ducktales. Ducktales, yeah, yeah. They did kind of tie into each they other did. a little bit, and these I, are these are in my honorable mentions, by the way. And you can actually, just because of the, they were that run of those Disney shows, you can actually also kind of tie in Tailspin. Yeah. A little bit. Yep. Even though they were completely different. That was Baloo and Kit. Baloo and Kit, yeah. You know, DuckTales was obviously Uncle Scrooge, Huey, Dewey, yep. Louie, and Launchpad, but Launchpad crossed over into Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, yep. So that's why it's a little bit of a cheat, but Darkwing Duck and DuckTales they do cross. Or they do kind of cross over because of Launchpad. Yeah, they do. Um, but now I, you got the Darkwing Duck theme stuck in my head. Thanks. Right? <laughs> right. I can picture. I picture the whole opening. Like Me too. Come, like every time coming out of the manhole cover and the oh. manhole cover turning, and it's 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 such a great series. I actually have a graphic novel of Darkwing Duck comics. Oh, like, that's all awesome. Together and. I mean, you look at like Electro Duck and like his niece Webby. Oh, Webby, Ro- yep. Robo Duck was another ca- character that crossed over from Darkwing Duck to Tails. Uh, now to, you uh, say that, I, never, I remember that now. I loved Robo Duck too. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but I loved Robo Duck. Um, Nega Duck was another one. Nega, yeah, Nega Duck, yeah. 
and I can't remember Bushroot, the the guy that was made of plants. Like that was oh, like the I've, man. That was like the Darkwing Duck version of like Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, you're right, exactly. Uh, you know, but yeah, like they had Darkwing Duck for for what it was. It again, it only ran for two seasons. Yeah, but for what it had. But I think there was a revitalization of it too. There was, yeah. I think Disney Plus brought it back for. I think so, yeah, yeah. And I haven't watched it yet. I should. Nearby, nearby. But I mean, like you look at like the the villains that it had, and the and the allies. It was incredibly well done. Oh, it was so well done. Like, and who thought like you could take like the ducks from Disney and turn it into a superhero show, and it would be that good? And it was great. It was amazing. Yeah, like that's that's yeah that that one that one was very hard not to punt on my top five. Yeah, for me, it's, very hard not to find my top it was, five. It was really well done. Really yeah. Well done. Um. All right. Our top two. Number two. What have you got? My number two, Animaniacs. It's in my honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, and I that show. We we had that joke about like you know shows that did a lot of things that when you're a kid you don't get. Animaniacs went to that line and got a violent shove over that line mm-hmm. because of how much dirty humor they had in that show. That when you watch it when you're older, you're like, how did I ever get away with this? <laughs> yeah. And it was and it was one of those series, too, that when they did the reboot. Yeah. Like you could tell it was it was the same exact humor as the original yep. that you're now watching as an adult. Yep. And you're like, was this what it was like when we were like, kids? right. I had to go back and look. I was like, this is there's no way this is the same one. And then yeah. I'm like, sure enough. It was the same one. And I'm like, this is, I was like, this was dirty and just yeah. raunchy as a like, kid. How, like, how did they get away with showing this to kids when, when, I know. when we were younger? Y- yay 90s, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pre-PC time. Right, I, I guess. guess. So, yeah. And, but it was just, it was a ton of fun to watch. It's still a ton of fun to watch. Oh, yeah. And the reboot was oh, fantastic. Reboot is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like easily, like it's like, oh, uh, like eventually I'm gonna have my son watch this show, but I'm like, eh, now that <laughs> I like, I'm like, eventually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Animaniacs was in my honorable mentions as well. There was no way it couldn't be. Oh yeah, easily because it's. I mean, you look, but I mean, you also look at the at some of the characters that have come from that. Oh, I mean, yeah. other than you know Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, you had Pinky in the, the Brain. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, because that technically, I, I was like, does that count as a separate cartoon? It te- did I'm like, run on its own. It ran by itself, and I'm like, but Pinky and the Brain's obviously in there, but I, I kind of mix it in with Animaniacs because Pinky and the Brain are amazing. Like yeah. I still, I funny enough still quote that show now. I do too. <laughs> right. I still I, every once in a while I'll I'll randomly throw out a Narf. Yep. And you know. Every once in a while, I'll just be sitting with friends and we're looking for something to do, obviously pre-pandemic. And oh, I'll yeah. just be like, what are we going to do tonight, right? Yep. And I do I do the same thing to my friends anytime. Like, like, like we're in a pickle and I'll do the I'll do the 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 pinky voice and I'll do the exact same line. They're like, <laughs> Lord, here we go. <laughs> we um we used to do we haven't done it for a couple of years, obviously, because of everything that was happening, but we used to participate in extra life every oh yeah extra life yeah which is the gate for people that are listening that don't know what it is it's a 24-hour gaming marathon that you do yep. for charity yep um we used to participate in it all the time and one year i've been trying to get him on the podcast for a number of years now and he's just been entirely too busy um one year we actually sent an email my friend rob sent an email to rob paulson oh. asking him if he would do a 
thing for us. Right. So we sent him all the details of it. And he's like, if you're willing to do it, like, here's all the details. He sent an email back with a voice recording. And it was a voice recording promoting us doing Extra Life for Charity. Oh, that's I amazing. still have it. It's on my phone. I will oh. never get rid of it. Oh, never. And then about four years ago, I went to a, a local show here in Philly that Rob was a guest. And I went and I met him. I got my picture taken with him and everything. And I brought it up to him. I said, yeah. I don't know if you remember getting an email about guys raising money, playing video games for charity. He's like, extra life. He's like, I remember. He's yeah. like, are you the guys that we, that oh, I that's did the awesome promo that he for? Remembered like, you guys. Yes. I was like, that was us. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good moment. I like that. And I played the promo for him and he like, he remembered doing all of it. And he asked us like how it went. And he even said, he's like, if you do it again and you want me to do another one, just let me know. That's amazing. And no, he, man. he's an incredibly nice guy. Yeah. And again, I've been trying to get him on the podcast for a while. Hopefully yeah. now that the, um, both compa- both podcasts are one now. Right. And all of those interviews are going to be part of this podcast. Yes. Hopefully I'll make it happen. Make People it happen. Listening to Wilhelm will get to hear it. So that's good. Um, yeah, but Animaniacs, it's a it's a classic. There's no way. I, again, I, if I couldn't make it in my top five, it had to be an honorable. It had to be honorable mentions, exactly. Yeah. Uh, my number two is along the same vein of Spider-Man, X-Men. And surprisingly, Darkwing Duck. Uh huh. My number two is Batman the Animated Series. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a feeling that's your number one, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's, man, to this day, I can still, and I do. Yeah. I can go back and just watch random episodes. Doesn't matter which one. Nope. Nope. They're all amazing. Yeah, every last one. And then, like, not just the animated series, but that same canon of all the uh, animated movies they did. Yeah. Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, Mask of the Phantasm is still fantastic. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah, like, they're all incredible. I mean, you I mean, you look at um there was Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub Zero. Sub Zero, yep. Mask of the Phantasm. Um, um there well, the, there was ba- Batman there was Beyond. There Batman was Batman uh, Beyond the Return, Return of the, the Joker. Joker. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a ton of them. I'm, yeah. Um, there's a lot. But, but I mean, it's Kevin Conroy. I know. And then that's and that, that's what I was going to say. Like, for my number one, Kevin Conroy is my Batman. Yeah. Like, he's my Batman. Fun, funnily enough, met him at the same show I met Rob Paulson. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, they were I actually sitting. They were actually sitting, I think, next to each other, actually. Yeah, I met Conroy one time um, and it was I was like a childhood dream for me. I was like, can you can you just do it one time, please? Can you just just do it one time for me, please? Please just say I'm Batman, please. (laughs) Well, and that was one of the things that like got me excited. Like I when Rob and I were doing the DC primetime podcast, we were talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, yeah. And they said that, like, we're bringing in Kevin Conroy to play Batman live action. I was like, what? Yeah. That that's amazing, right? And and he was fantastic, but yeah, um, Batman the animated series again, and like not to take anything away from like Superman the animated series, which was just as which good. This is good, yeah. There was just there's something about, and I think that's actually getting a revitalization from HBO Max as well. Superman, no, Batman, the animated is it series. Really? I think that's also coming back. I don't, I'd have to look in. I'm not sure. Like that'd um, be something I'd be interested in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's also coming back. Now, see, now I got to look it up. I say, yeah, now I'm at the, um, 
the Batman the Animated Series reboot. Batman the Animated Series reboot is reportedly in the works at Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, if they if they were to get if they were to get Conroy back, I mean, off. Oh. Well, Hamill, I mean, and that's the thing. Like Conroy and Hamill could play that forever, literally forever. Because, I mean, you—they're not physically on screen. No. So as long as they have a voice, they could do it. They and can that's, do it, and everybody recognizes Conroy. Oh yeah, his voice. Like it's it's iconic yeah. at this point. So I I had a feeling when I mentioned it, and I saw your reaction. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I just stole his number yeah, one. Yeah, I was like, that's definitely, I, that's hands down, that was my number one. Like, I just, there's, there's not, there's so many good things to say about that show. Well, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I want to give you a chance to say something about it. Oh, too. no, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what, what else can you say about it that I haven't? I don't know. It's just like, I, again, like the way Spider Man and X Men got you into, you know, the Marvel world. Batman, like I said, Kevin Conroy is my Batman. People mm-hmm. talk about, oh, here's Christian Bale or or whoever it may, whoever else played him. You know, the, the new one looks good for live action. You oh, know? I think Robert Pattinson actually looks great. It looks great. Yeah, like that one looks incredible so far. But like Kevin Conroy is my Batman. Not to mention that, you know, it branched off into um, Batman Beyond with Terry McGinnis and everything. Yeah. Like another, well, again, another amazing one. Which I'm oh. really excited because I've I've been one of those people for years that not to break off into the live action again, but I've I'm one of those people that's been saying for years we need Michael Keaton to return so that we could do a Batman Beyond, Batman Beyond. movie. And now he's at that it. point where he could do it now. Yeah, and now they're bringing him in. I know. Which I'm like, if this doesn't add up to yeah. a Batman Beyond movie. I'm going to be very disappointed. Oh no! Like the 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 second I heard that rumor, and then it was official, and then I've seen like the teaser, and I heard his voice and everything. I'm mm-hmm. like, if I don't see Terry McGinnis and everything on the big screen, I'm I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to cry. Warner Brothers, if you ever hear this episode, yeah, we're saying it officially. Yeah, if you do not capitalize on using Michael Keaton as an adult Bruce Wayne to bring in Terry McGinnis, oh. you are making a huge mistake. Like that's that's free money out the door, right? Like free money. I'm like I'm saying right now. I've I've made no I've pulled no punches when it comes to DC. I oh, am yeah. not a fan of most of the DC movies. One hundred percent, I'm the same I've way. Yeah, been, they've incredibly weak. Man, if Steel yep. was weak, Batman, v, Batman v Superman. I liked Batman. I like Ben Affleck as Batman. So do I. Did not like the movies. Yep. Wonder Woman was great. Wonder Woman two was horrible. Yep. Shazam was fantastic. No. I don't care what my track record with DC is. Yep. I could have hated. I, I was okay with Suicide Squad. Loved the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. This Suicide Squad was amazing. And Peacemakers. Oh, I just started watching amazing. Peacemaker. Oh, so good. So um, good. But again, I don't care what my track record for DC is and their films. You tell me there is a Batman Beyond movie coming. With oh. Michael Keaton. I'm in the theater. The, the the meme will literally come alive. Shut up and take my money. Yes. Like you like you can put my face on it. Like I that's will, how it's gonna be. I will be in that theater watching that movie. I don't care how much I hated the other movies. Oh, it didn't matter. I will be in that theater watching that movie. Yeah. Doesn't and I'd matter. probably see it multiple times just because. Right. Like I easily. Yeah. It's just so I but I knew that we I had a feeling. I'm actually kind of surprised there haven't been more in the top five that we shared. Yeah, but if there was any in the top five that we it was shared, this one, that one doesn't surprise oh, me at all. Yeah, not at all. 
doesn't surprise me at all. But I guess that brings me to my number one. Yep. Uh, which I'll be honest, Batman the Man animated series almost was my number one. Does it? Okay. But there was one other cartoon from my childhood that outranked it. Um, I talk about a cartoon that brings emotion into it. Yes. Especially when they make the movie version. Yeah. My number one is Transformers. Oh, Lord. I, that that was so hard to not um, talk about or anything. Because, like, like my, my son right now is actually in the process of, like, he loves to watch the original Transformers shows. Mm-hmm. And, like, he loves them. It's, and I was like, oh, this this brings back memories. And but yeah, I mean, but like even with your son being four years old and and introducing him to the original cartoon, yeah, don't show him the movie yet. Oh no, oh no, <laughs> that, yeah. Because I remember we uh, we talked about this on an, on another podcast. And I can't remember what podcast it was. Transformers as a young child, because I mean, 1984. I was five years old when the series debuted. Yeah, and, and it only ran until 87. And then the movie came out in which, for those of you that don't remember or don't know, they kill off Optimus Prime yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Actually, I think that actually happens before the series wrapped up because I think the series comes back after I, I think after you're Optimus right. Dies. Yeah, I think you're um, right. As a young child, the death of Optimus Prime was mortifying. my first was my first times ever dealing with death. Yeah. So it broke my heart. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, no, no, like he, he's not dead. Like, no, like he was coming the hero. Back. Yes. And you killed him off. So like, I, I know that you're introducing your son to those. cartoons. Yeah. yeah. Wait a couple years. Oh yeah. <laughs> before you show him the movie. Because I don't want to break his little heart already. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Don't do it. But the cartoons still to this day still hold up. Oh no. hundred. Like it's, a hundred percent still holds up like voice acting. Great. I mean, obviously it's campy just like every, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It's still fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and the, like, and I know they made the live action movies too, which I'm, I'm a fan of the first one. Me too. Um, I have, I have a special place in my heart for the second one, mainly because it was filmed here in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I'm actually in two scenes of the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I was an extra on, on set nice. for two scenes. Um, I got to meet Shia. I got to meet Megan. I totally regret meeting Megan, but don't uh-huh. regret meeting Shia. Um, Shia was actually awesome. It was before you went crazy, but he was awesome yeah, before. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. Like I got paid to be in the movie. So even though the movie is not as good as the first one, it still yeah. holds a very special, a place. special place in your heart. Three, four and five. I'm like, you can keep them. Yeah. But then they did Bumblebee. I know. Which. The opening of Bumblebee that takes place entirely on Cybertron. Yeah. I was like, why are we not getting a Cybertron movie? It's the truth. That whole opening is like, okay, why are we not getting this? Like, this is what we need. And But then I watched the rest of the movie and the rest of the movie is great. It is. And I I went into that movie too, just like, because we're getting off top with the movies again, but still like, it's, it's a movie podcast. We're allowed. Yeah. It's going to happen. Like, like. I went into that movie thinking it was going to be like three, four, five. Like it was going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah. And then I was so blown away by it. Like I, I loved it. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was compared to the other movies. It was toned down. It was toned way down, way down. There weren't nearly as many different transformers. You had yep. like Bumblebee. And then I think you had like two or three Decepticons. And yeah. that was it. That was it. And it was a prequel before everything. And then the announcement came out afterwards that 
they were going to use that as a soft reboot of the series. Yep. And there is another Transformers movie. Is there releasing? I think next year. Is it okay? I wasn't with with pandemic and everything. I wasn't exactly sure how all that was going to play out. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, and it, it actually deals with not the Dinobots, or maybe it does. Time the maybe it does deal with the Dinobots because I can't remember. It's the next one is Beast Wars. I maybe that is it because Beast Wars was also fantastic. Um. I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Okay, cool. Yeah, because Beast Beast Wars was another great cartoon, like as far as Transformers are concerned. Like Beast Wars was really well done too. It's it's serving as a sequel to Bumblebee and a tribute to Beast Wars. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, and there's already a cast. So Optimus Prime is returning, Bumblebee, Mirage, Wheeljack, the Terrorcons, the uh, Maximals, and then humans. Nice. Yeah. So and I forget there's it's um Spielberg is and Michael Bay are working on it just like never they yeah. ones. And I forget who some of the live action cast is. Um, I know there's one particular person that is in it. I'm trying to see. Oh, Anthony Ramos from Hamilton. Oh, from Hamilton. Okay. Yes. No, okay. Is one I of just the actually cast. watched that this morning, funny enough. So right. the name came right up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anthony Ramos from Hamilton is one of the people that is is in the movie. Nice. So scheduled for release on June 9th, 2023. Okay, cool. So next year, all right. That works. No, that's so, exciting. Okay. But yeah, Transformers is again like put the movies aside. The cartoon still to me. It's it you're yeah. right. It's campy. It's kind of cheesy at times. What do you expect? It was mid-80s. It was mid-80s. Like, yeah, I mean, everything back then was a little campy, but it, it, it doesn't matter. To this day, still holds up. Like I would still rewatch it in, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Cool. So Great top five from yes. from yourself and from me. A lot of memories coming back talking about I know. these movies. And I know we went off topic a little bit. We did, but it's uh, that's that's to be said. Yeah. Uh we we have our honorable mentions to to make mention of, but before yep. we're gonna before we do that, we're gonna take a little break. Yep. Uh to get this ad out of the way. And then when we come back, we're gonna do the honorable mentions. So stick around and we'll be right back. <laughs> This episode of Wilhelm is brought to you in part by Entertainment Earth. If you are a fan of pop culture collectibles just like I am, Entertainment Earth is your one-stop shop for everything you need. With toys, collectibles, and apparel from so many franchises like Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Transformers, Back to the Future, one of my favorites, and more made from manufacturers such as Funko, Lego, Hasbro, and Mattel, just to name a few, I guarantee you, you will find something that will fill that collectible void, including many things you can't even find in stores. And best of all, Entertainment Earth offers the option to pre-order any of their upcoming new items at no money down, meaning you don't pay until it ships. How awesome is that? So check out their site, do some shopping, and help support Wilhelm by using the link in the show notes of this episode to browse the site. Entertainment Earth great collectibles at Grady's. Welcome back to the show. 
it's time to do some honorable mentions. We both have some. I've knocked out a couple, and I think I got maybe one or two of yours in on the list. Um, I know this is your first time on the podcast. So you didn't want to go heavy on the honorable mentions. Yeah, I know. Uh, which is totally fine. Yeah. Uh, even though it's okay if you do. Like, All that's, right. That's to anybody, future reference who comes on the show, it's okay if you're heavy on honorable mentions. We make quick mention of them. We don't dive into as deep into them as we do our top five. So right. if you have a bunch, you have a bunch. And it's fine. Um, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Let's say you go first. I want to say. All right. This. So I mentioned X-Men, the animated series, and how yep. hard that was to not make it into my top five. Um, scratch that off the list already. My other first honorable mention was incredibly difficult to not add to my honorable mentions and that is teenage mutant ninja oh that's one of mine too like i it was it almost killed me i was like how do i not punt this on my top five that's what i mean between how do i not i was like how like how am i keeping these off my top five right i'm the same way so yeah it's 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 another show that's just so good it's like and it was like I said, dialogue obviously can't be, but who cares? Like so incredibly well done. Yeah, yeah. And and I will say, the the original live action movies oh, from yeah. the nineties, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. Yep, still hold up, and they are still amazing movies. Hundred percent. The third one, not so much. Listen, I <laughs> love the third one for what it was. And I will still watch it, but the first two are just oh, amazing. And let's, I, let's be honest, the second one's got vanilla ice. We got ninja right? rap. We got ninja rap. We got ninja rap. I I still to this day quote both of those movies. Oh, 100%. Any chance I get. Oh, so do I. Every once in a while, you'll just do ninja kick the damn rabbit. Ninja like, kick the damn <laughs> pizza dudes got 30 seconds 30 seconds that those movies are great and then when they did the reboots yeah um the first one it was incredibly lacking yeah but then they did the second one with Stephen amell brought in as yep. casey jones casey jones and they brought in rocksteady and bebop and yep. i was like this is what the first one should have, have been. been right this is what you should have started with yeah and i i felt the exact same way i was like why i was like is this a reboot already i'm like because this should be it yeah and i remember and i remember when steven amell got cast into into those roles for those of you listening who don't already know i know you you kind of know already oh yeah i've built up a nice relationship with steven over the years from moderating with panels and working with him at cons and i remember having a conversation with him after he got cast and the movie was releasing because he did a red carpet here in philly and I remember going to it and getting to talk to him because we knew each other already. Right. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, like I I'm hoping this one's like, it's like those first two movies hold such a special place in my heart. He's like, Oh, he's like me too. He's like, I, I still love them. I still quote those movies. I was like, I was like, and then there's the third one. And he's like, yeah, we don't talk about the third. We don't one. Talk about the third. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I remember being so happy and excited to get to talk to him about it after seeing it. Yeah. And being like, dude, you were fantastic as Casey Jones. Oh, yeah. I loved him as Casey. You were great. Um, so what's one on what's an honorable mention on your list? My, one of my honorable mentions is Gargoyles. On my it's on my list as well. Yeah, like and, and so I guess I looked into it a little bit. I guess the first two seasons of Gargoyles, I guess, ran in the afternoon. And the third season, which I guess they rebranded as the those the Goliath Chronicles. Mm-hmm. 
that was on Saturday mornings. Yeah. I, and got a weekend slot instead. I think I do remember them being in the, I think I remember coming home from school to yeah. watch them. But yeah, was, I was like, I was like, cause I, I looked at a, another list and I was looking through and I'm like, gargoyles. Like I, I was like, was that Saturday morning cartoon? I can't remember. And I looked into it and that's what I found out. And I was like, all right, well, I'll still count it. We're good. <laughs> yeah. As long yeah. as it was on at least at some point on Saturday morning. Yeah. Then yeah. That yeah. It counts. Uh, so another, another one of my honorable mentions, Inspector Gadget. Oh, that, that was one I thought about putting on there as honorable mention too. Like I, I can still picture and, and I also, I'm not gonna do it now. Like you did er, didn't earlier, <laughs> the, the, the theme song in the opening. Yep. I can do all, I love it. Yeah. Penny and brain and gadget and claw and claw. all those great characters. And oh yeah. I remember having the toy with the little interchangeable, interchangeable hats and yeah, the hats. Yeah. Loved it. Was, it. it was great. And I still, yeah. And I thought the live action with Matthew Broderick was pretty good too. I actually really enjoyed it. I love Matthew Broderick to begin with. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought the live action was really good. Well done too. Yeah. Not the second one. We don't talk about that. No, one. we don't talk about the second one. <laughs> I, think that was, I think French Stewart. Yeah, I played, think so. Played yeah. gadget in that one. Yeah. Uh, what's another honorable mention? Honorable mention for me, Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh my God, that's so good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like me, my brother and I still quote like we're like we're like Jackie, one more thing. <laughs> like we do it all the time, and we what's well, so good? Like yeah. uh, very well done. I forgot I like that about that one. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice, the animated series. One I was going to put honorable mentions as well. I would still put it on there too. Beetlejuice was so good. Yep. It's, it's still, it's, and I, I know a number of people who still to this day absolutely adore that series. Oh yeah. It was, it was, uh, did it run long? I can't remember. I think it was two or three seasons. Two or three seasons. Yeah. And you know, and that's the surprising thing too. Like we talk about our love and admiration for these cartoons and I'll, with the exception of maybe Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Ghostbusters. Right. A lot of these shows only ran for like a few seasons. Yeah. And then, like not a lot at all. And, and that, well, Batman, the animated series, Spider-Man. Oh yeah. There's some exceptions, but some of these ones that we remember so fondly. A se- couple seasons. It, they only ran for a couple seasons. Yeah. Before they were shuffled off and something else took their spot. Yep. So uh, what's another? Um, uh, you, you mentioned earlier, Yu-Gi-Oh was one for me too. Okay. Yeah, we both had that. Um, but uh, the big one uh, for that was also. Uh, oh, I have to re- I have to rethink. I, I forgot. To, I forgot to actually put it on my list. Uh, oh, Digimon. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Digimon. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, it's. I was like, it's like Pokemon, but Digimon was a big one too. Like that one ran for a bit. Same thing. Like a lot of episodes, but just they had like a whole story arc the entire season, like you had for your Conan one. And very well done, too. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking, too? I'm thinking about that. Like, when I talk about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe as my example of how there were 65 episodes. Right. And only two seasons. I'm wondering if He-Man actually was not a Saturday morning cartoon, but was a weekly, was a daily cartoon in the afternoon. Maybe it was. Because that would make more sense with being that many episodes. Yeah, that's a lot of episodes. In Because, again, that's more weeks than there are in a year. Yeah. So, that's so many. Me, that to me seems like it's more daily than yeah. Daily. So that could that could have been it. So um another one for me. This takes me back, and I'm still a huge fan of this cartoon to this day. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Oh, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> I I still love that cartoon. I'll still watch some of the classic ones every once in a oh, while. 100 percent And like I am a huge fan of um, oh I'm see. It makes me sound stupid when I say I'm a huge fan and then I can't remember his name. 
Um, the one that plays that does Shaggy's voice most of the time now. Um, oh, uh, not Dak Shepard. Um, he's in the Scream movie. God, this oh, um, uh, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Thank Matthew you. Matthew Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I know who you're. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he played the. Did he play live action? Him he too? did live action. He did live action. Yeah, he yeah. did live action Scooby, but he was so good in that role yeah. that he ended up doing the voiceovers in the in the animated movies that followed. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think he's Shaggy anymore, but I I can't see him without. And memes all across the internet, he is. Yes. He's, he's he's the one and true Shaggy. Well, memes last forever. Exactly. So, what's another honorable mention? I think that's most of the ones that I had on there for me. Um, I, I didn't have that many. I didn't put a lot on the list at all whatsoever. But yeah, like the, the Darkwing Duck was another one that you had with, uh, uh, but Tailspin, like we said, we talked about. Um, then we had, uh, you know, obviously, like I said, Darkwing Duck, Jackie Chan. There was quite a few, but I just, I kept it small this time around. Okay. I didn't want to keep going crazy with yeah, it. That's perfectly fine. Um, I'll, I'll go through mine real quick then, the ones that I have left. Uh, I mentioned G.I. Joe, which was another oh, one. Yeah along the same lines as Transformers and such. Uh, Garfield and Friends was another one that I absolutely loved. Uh, huge fan of the franchise, so I was a big fan of Back to the Future, the animated series. Oh, yeah. Um, Muppet Babies, Thundercats, oh. which I'm still waiting for a proper live-action movie of. Eventually. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, the Tick. Oh, The Tick. Yeah. That's a good one. Only ran for two or three seasons, but was yeah. just was part of that Fox animated lineup. Yeah, it was the Fox one. Yeah. Yep. But that, that, yeah, you said that really well done too. Another one. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one I mentioned at the top of the show, which was kind of a cheat, uh, is a live action and not an animated series. But yeah, I had to throw it in there just because I still have love for the show. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> I still have love for that show. Oh boy. So I think a good one for I was uh, a couple like I had a uh, thing about it. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, Doug. And Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Doug was a huge like I I love Doug. Well, Doug was similar to Gargoyles in that it started as an afternoon series on Nickelodeon. Exactly. And then I yep. think ABC picked it up. Yeah. And threw it into their Saturday morning lineup. Yeah. So at technically still counts as a Saturday still morning counts. cartoon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cool. Yeah. A lot of great, man. This is bringing back so many. Memories. I know. Like, I'm like, I have, I have so much stuff I have to rewatch now. It's ridiculous. Right. When we took, when we took the break, I went back and I was like scrolling through episodes of X-Men and oh, Spider-Man yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I need to rewatch these. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, I, I want to rewatch all of X-Men anyway, since they're doing the continuation on Disney plus, like, I'm like, I just want to go back and just watch them all, which I think, I think is next year or this year or later this year i think is when the continuation comes out yeah i'm not uh, sure yeah but i'm excited for it oh me too yep especially because i think one of the promos that they had was the i forget the actor's name but the guy that voiced logan yeah is one of the original actors coming back yep and like he I, he had a photo of him like behind the microphone again i'm like oh i'm so excited like this is gonna be so good so excited um but i have we have some listener feedback to get through uh, some of our listeners have submitted feedback on what some of their favorite cartoons uh, of Saturday morning are. So let's dig into some of those. Uh, and I'll, I'll kick it off to you to get us started. Yeah, sure. We've got uh, uh, Daphne uh, Backman. Uh, she, some of hers are Hong Kong Fooey, 
uh, Underdog, Kid Video, uh, The Littles, Heathcliff and Cats and Company. I remember Heathcliff. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, and then All Star Laugh Olympics. All Star Laugh Olympics. I remember really loving too. Um, even that's, I mean, Laugh Olympics, you talk about Hong Kong Fooey and Underdog and All Star Laugh Olympics. I'm pretty sure before my time. I was, was going to say, like, I re- like I vaguely remember most of those, to be honest. Like, and I was like, that's, that had to be way before me then. I think they're, I think they're mid, early to mid 70s. Oh, yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, and some of them, like, I need to go back and just see what these are. <laughs> Laugh Olympics was great. I mean, was it okay? Laugh Olympics was like a, all these different Hanna Barbera. Oh, like, okay. Like it was like Hong Kong Fooey and Underdog. Like, well, not under, I don't think Underdog was in there, um, but Hong Kong Fooey, Scooby Doo, Scrappy Doo, yeah, and Shaggy. Um, the I don't know if the Jetsons were in there, I don't remember them. Captain Caveman, like, it, oh, it was okay. All these different Hanna Barbera characters come together, kind of like the Super Friends, is, yeah, like, kind of like were, that, but of Hanna Barbera cartoons, Hanna Barbera, okay, yeah. Uh, Emily Roche. Uh, says the mysterious cities of gold. Uh, so good. I'm not familiar. Where am I? Uh, less, less Barba Papa. Also not familiar. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, Inspector Gadget, which yep. I mentioned earlier. Gem and the holograms. I remember the Smurfs. How oh, the Smurfs. Miss those. And Lady Oscar, which is another one I'm not familiar with. No, I don't. Yeah. That's another one with most of those on that list. I'm not sure with too much, but uh, after that, it looks like we got a uh, uh, Megan Strunk. Uh, hers is Garfield and Friends, which I love. Which was in my like, honorable mentions. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I love Garfield and Friends. Oh God! And what was Garfield and Friends was one of those cartoons too that you had a Garfield cartoon in the first ten minutes, and then you had another cartoon, another character in the second half. Yes. And the first one was always Garfield. That's why it was called Garfield and Friends. And friends, exactly. And the second one was a pig that lived on a farm. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of that pig. No, Erica, now you say that, I'm like, I'm, my mind's going completely blank on what that was. Yeah, I can't remember. Because that's the same thing with, with um, when, you know, Daphne mentioned Heathcliff, Heathcliff and the Cats and Company was the same thing. The first was a Heathcliff cartoon. And then the second one was a different, a different one, okay. different characters. Um, but yeah, uh, I remember Garfield. I'm still a fan of Garfield and Friends. Uh, Jamie Dimmick says Denver, the last dinosaur. Oh, Lord. I forgot about Denver. Yeah, that's unforgotten right there. That's great. Oh, all right. Then we've got Brian Seidel. Um, Let's see. Sid and Sid and Marty Croft shows uh, Land of the Lost, Boogaloo's, Sigmund, Electra Woman, Dinah Girl, uh, Lidsville. I think these are all live action. Are they okay? So I don't. I don't think he listed actual cartoons. I was going to say I don't remember any of these cartoons. No, I, <laughs> I know. I know the Sid and Marty Croft shows. Okay. Uh, Land of the Lost was live action. Electro Woman and Dinah Girl was live action. Yeah. I, th- I think he he didn't get the assignment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's all right. We still it's appreciate. Fine. I'm not the a feedback. math guy. We're good. It's fine. We're, we're yeah, fine. Still appreciate the feedback. Uh, Derek O'Neill. Uh, there were some fantastic Saturday morning cartoons that I couldn't get enough of. My top five favorites were Transformers, of course. Oh, yes. Uh, it was a must-see, particularly after seeing the movie where they killed off Optimus. Rest in peace. Oh. 
Uh, number two, The Mysterious Cities of Gold. There's another one. That's the second one. Okay. Uh, I remember being on Tenderhooks every week waiting to see if Esteban could find the city of gold. I'm going to have to look for this. Yeah, me too. Like, I, that, that's the second person that's mentioned this one now. Yeah. Uh, number three, Ulysses 31. Both of these were Japanese French co productions and looked so different in animation style to the other cartoons I watched. But Ulysses was like Homer's Odyssey. Okay. Wow. Mixed with Star Wars. I'm, what? I'm in. Uh, the perfect mixture of my favorite things when I was a kid. Uh, number four, Dungeons and Dragons. I remember Dungeons. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. This definitely inspired me to play D&D with all my friends. Uh, and number five, Star Wars droids. Oh, man. Uh, yes, I watched this and Ewoks because I was such a big Star Wars fan. I'd uh, fan. I'd watch anything. I'm so glad with Clone Wars, The Bad Batch, and Rebels that fans have it much better now. Yeah. I uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts. Bad Batch is so good. So I have not started Bad Batch, and I'm I, I have not yet. So we'll see. I, I'm waiting, and I'm I'm going to do it. Have so we'll you see. have you watched Clone Wars? I have. Okay, because yeah, it is I've a, watched I, everything else. I've watched. I just have not started Bad Batch yet. But I've heard a, so many good things. It is a spinoff of Clone Wars. Yeah, because there are characters from Clone characters Wars. from Clone Wars in there. Yeah. That's what I've heard. So I'm like, all right, we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I've I've heard so many good things about Bad Batch that I'm gonna have to give it a try now. It's really good, and I do remember droids. I I know Ewoks was a show, but I yeah. don't ever, I don't think I ever watched Ewoks. Yeah, I never watched Ewoks, but I knew it was a thing. But I I, I remember watching some of droids. Yeah, but yeah. So not not a lot though. Um, let's let's see other feedback. We've got Jerry Gomez. Uh, Thundar the Barbarian, uh, Bugs Bunny, and then the Super Friends. Funny I, enough, we mentioned that before. Yeah, I am still a huge Looney Tunes fan. Me too. And an, an honorable mention I completely forgot for me, uh, aside from like the original Looney Tunes, Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. How did we forget about Tiny Toon Adventures? Right. Tiny Toon Adventures. Like I saw Bugs Bunny it made me think of it. Tiny Toons was amazingly well done for a, as a spinoff to the original, like, like, homage to bugs bunny and everything yeah like, it was a fantastic yeah i mean i mean like again like i i still why i own all of the classic and when i say all of the classic i mean all of the classic all the classics looney tunes cartoons it's over 350 cartoons oh wow and i own them all and oh. i've every once in a while i will still just create a playlist and just hit shuffle and just go with it and just let yeah. it ride. Well, because oh, they're only they're only like five to ten minutes long. No, they're not. Yeah. So you can knock out a ton of them in an hour. Oh, yeah. And still one of my favorite scenes of in any cartoon of any time is the original Bugs Bunny when it's the uh, do 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 on Elmer Fudd's head or whatever it is. Like still it was, one the, of the, it was the big thing. red monster. It was the big, uh, yeah. Mortimer. Mortimer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like still one of the funniest things in cart in cartoon history, in my opinion. Like I and, love it. And the hair tonic. The hair tonic, yeah. Yep. So uh, and so let me ask you then, since we're on the topic of Looney Tunes, who is your favorite Looney Tune? Oh it's a tough question. That's so I tough. have mine. You have yours? Oh, mine is Wiley Coyote without a hesitation. I mean, yeah, I mean, so if that would be he'd probably be a close, but honestly, it had like it's it's unoriginal, but it bugs, and it's yeah. because of just his sarcastic attitude. Like I just I love it. He's the OG man. He's like he's just he's like eh, who cares? Like, yeah. I I love it. Love bugs. Yep. 
Uh, and then we got an email from our friend Alex Baelish, who says, at first, it's all Hanna-Barbera shows that we grew up with. Uh, then looking closer, there are so many shows, which I loved. Uh, Garfield and Friends, which you mentioned. Yep. Transformers. Super yep. Friends was the best. You had all the Hall of Justice, including the Wonder Twins. Tom and Jerry. Damn. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. And then his number one was Smurfs. Uh, he had bought so many of those blue things. Uh, and then he threw in a couple honorable mentions himself. Uh, Mighty Mouse, Thundercats, Johnny Quest, which was Johnny Quest. Uh, He-Man, which we mentioned. X-Men. Yep. Uh, all of the Spider-Man shows. Uh, G.I. Joe, Voltron, the Flintstones, and the Jetsons. Oh, man. I Johnny remember. Quest is another good one that's in there. Like That one was... I think that one was... Decently well done too. That I like. I again, I one I don't think went for a very long time, but I do remember that one. I and I did enjoy watching it too. Yeah, I yeah, I remember watching that as well. The yeah. Jetsons, the Flintstones, and the Jetsons as well. Oh no, yeah, same thing. Like it's it's older ones, but to this day, in my opinion, still hold up. Like I, I could watch the Jetsons all the time. I remember being a kid and going to this will show my age. <laughs> um, going to West Coast Video. Oh okay. When bef- this was pre Blockbuster. And like going in all the kids' movies and seeing for the first time that they made a Flintstones meets the Jetsons movie. Yep. And I remember as a kid seeing that and like, how is this possible? How's, how does that work? One's in prehistoric and the other one's in the future. Like, how does this work? And I'll be damned. They made it work. They made it work. They had to cross them over and they did. They did. Yeah. So uh, thank you, everybody, for the, for the, uh, the feedback as usual. Um. Yeah, so on the next episode of Wilhelm, uh, which we will be taking feedback for as well, and I'll get I'll let you know how you can leave that feedback for it. But um, the next episode of Wilhelm is going to be dropping on Friday, February 11th. So two weeks from uh, this this uh, this Friday that you're hearing this. Uh, and being so close to Valentine's Day, we're going to stick to television uh, and we're going to tackle uh, the the romance of the holiday. Uh, and my guests and I are going to knock out our top five favorite TV couples, <sighs> which it's another daunting task because there's, there's a, a lot. lot. There's a lot of them. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to stick with television for two episodes in a row. But after that, we'll be back to film topics in which I think I already know what the first topic is going to be after that. We're going to do another actor spotlight because we haven't done one since John Cusack. So I want to pick another actor and do that spotlight. Um, and I think, I think it's going to be Steve Buscemi. Oh, who I'm just a big fan of. Oh, so, huge fan. Uh, yep. So the next episode drops, as I mentioned, uh, top five favorite TV couples will be dropping February 11th. Uh, keep your eyes peeled though. I might have a bonus episode or two stuck in the middle somewhere. Maybe some celebrity guests coming on that I'm working on. Uh, so you'll get to hear conversations with them in maybe sometime between now and then. Uh, but again, I encourage you to leave feedback. So if you want to let me know who some, what, who some of your favorite TV couples are, there are multiple ways you can do that. First and foremost, you can visit the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Wilhelm podcast, uh, or on Instagram at the Wilhelm pod. And you can email me at the Wilhelm podcast at gmail.com. Leave me an email or record yourself in a voicemail and you can, uh, you can leave it to me there. Um, Patrick, anything you have that you want to plug any other podcasts or shows or movies you want to recommend the floor is yours. Um, I mean, is for, 
podcasts or anything like that that I can I can do. I will tell you, it's been a crazy year or two with pandemic and everything. And there's uh, there's a, two YouTube channels that actually like helped save me and get me out of my rut that I was in. And I can't uh, like so. One is uh, Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Love that. I listen to it every week. Every so do I. Yeah. He like the way they he has all these celebrities come in and, and tackle mental health and just it's it helps save me during during quarantine and lockdown to be completely honest and i, I cannot recommend it enough to everyone I've, act- so well I've actually i used to listen to the audio but i've actually yeah. switched to watching yeah the show on youtube i watch it on youtube yeah. yeah so that one i can't do enough but um another one i found during the pandemic that i just i fell in love with and i watch all of their stuff is a uh, new rock stars i'm not familiar Oh yeah, they're so huge nerd. Then they do breakdown videos of ever like all the like Bo- Book of Boba Fett, um, all the Marvel shows. They have this one show. It's called Rogue Theory, where they pitch like it's like a pitch meeting where they pitch rogue theories about things coming up. Like every one of them are fantastic. Very well group of uh, guys and girls. Um, they actually have a live show coming up uh, Valentine's Day weekend in Chicago that uh, I, I wish I could I could go to. But yeah, another great one I found during the pandemic. Lots of backlogs of videos. Can't recommend them enough. Nice. Yeah. Um, you and I talked a little bit before we started recording. You are, and if you if you don't want me mentioning this, we can cut it out. Um, but you're working for a show that is coming up in your area. Yes. If if you uh, want to pitch it, feel free. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I actually um, I'm one of the directors for uh, it's a it's an anime convention called OhioCon. Um, it's in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, on February 10th through the 13th. Um, it's a great anime show. Obviously, last year with the pandemic, we had to take a year off. And this year we've got, you know, sort of still pandemic, but, you know, we're rocking and rolling, still taking a lot of precautions. We're all very excited to, to do the show. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a big thing. It's going to be something that people want to get out of the house and do. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in that area, we have people come from all over the place. Come see it. You have a website people can go visit for tickets or anything? Yep, it is ohiocon.org and that is Ohio O H A Y O C O N dot org. And then there you can just go to registration on there and you can buy tickets at the door there if you need to. But great show, great people that put it on. Can't recommend it enough. Nice. Awesome. Yep. Uh yeah, I speaking of shows, um, I haven't mentioned it that much on this podcast, but I'll start mentioning it now since it's coming up for me as well. Uh, I myself am also working for a show at the moment called Fandemic Tour, uh, and we have our Fandemic Tour slash Fandemic Dead show coming up this March 18th, 19th, and 20th down in Atlanta at the Georgia World Congress Center, uh, which is actually where you and I first met. It is, yeah. The Georgia World Congress Center in Atlanta. Uh, and we we you know we just announced some guests like Sebastian Stan. We have Norman Reedus, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Robert Ungland. A uh, couple more guest announcements still coming. Uh, so if you're listening and you're in the Atlanta area and you want to come out to the show, uh, tickets are still available at FandemicTour.com. Uh, and if you're a fan of this podcast and you're coming to the show, you'll be able to see it live because I'm going to do a Wilhelm live with uh, a special guest that weekend on stage down there in Atlanta, which is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, if you enjoyed the show, uh, don't forget to leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you may be listening on if they allow you to do so. 
Also, just a reminder that the show will be merging with my other podcast, The Spotlight, uh, which will be moving. This show will be moving exclusively to that feed starting March 1st. So if you've already gone to that feed, which is in the link is in the show notes. If you've already subscribed to that feed, you're all set for the change up March 1st. If you are hearing this on the Wilhelm feed and you haven't gone there yet, make sure you subscribe to that other feed. Again, the link is in the show notes. Uh, starting or before March 1st, because as of March 1st, the show moves exclusively to that feed. Um, and then that's where you'll hear again, all these different celebrities I have that are planning that I'm working on getting on the show. Uh, panels that I'm moderating at Fandemic will also become episodes of the show that will be streaming on that new feed, uh, including the panel with Sebastian Stan that I'm going to be moderating. So if you want to hear me and Sebastian Stan talking for a while, Make sure you subscribe to that feed because they will be part of Wilhelm in the future. Uh, I think that is it. Uh, any final words? I just want to thank you for helping me come on. I, I, I had a really great time. Love to do this again in the future if you've got something you want to do. But this was a lot of fun. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, you're welcome back anytime, man. Like anytime you, you want to come back on. I'm yeah. always posting on my personal page the upcoming topics and looking for hosts. So, you know, uh, and that's another thing to any listeners out there too. If you want to be a guest on the show, uh, just email me or message me on Facebook. I'm always open to bringing on new people. I, I just love talking movies and television. So if you're also enjoy talking movies and television and you want to be a guest, all you need is a microphone and a computer. Uh, but that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you for the positive feedback. Thank you for supporting the show. Patreon will be launching March 1st as well. So keep an eye out for that. But until then, we'll see you next time on Wilhelm. Take care.